0: Welcome to the She Simplifies podcast, where you'll receive heartfelt encouragement as you pursue a simple, joyful, faith-filled motherhood. I'm Carrie, the founder of She Simplifies, as well as the Mamas Move Mountains online community. I help mamas go from surviving to thriving with tiny lifestyle tweaks, restoring energy, peace, and joy along the way. This is episode number nine, Our God of Comfort. Let's get started. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. It's been a couple weeks since I recorded and over these past couple weeks I have been thinking about comfort and I first started thinking about this because two weekends ago it was Saturday night and Grayson all of a sudden started saying my belly hurts, my belly hurts, my belly hurts and he was running around crying and holding his belly and telling us that his belly hurt and we were trying to get ready for bed and I didn't know exactly what was wrong and so I put him in the warm bathtub to see if that might help him relax a little bit thinking maybe he you know had to use the potty or whatever and uh, that didn't really seem to do too much and then we were getting dried off, laying down, getting his diaper put on, getting ready to put on his pajamas. And all of a sudden, he started throwing up and (laughs) it took, I don't know, five or ten minutes and it was awful and whatever was causing his belly to hurt came out and we made a giant mess and um, had a very upset little guy on our hands because, you know, that's a very uncomfortable thing to happen. And so I spent the next, you know, I don't know, half hour, hour maybe trying to get him cleaned up and calmed down. And it took a lot of snuggles and a lot of cuddles and a lot of sweet words. And he finally settled in and went to sleep that night. And then the next morning he woke up and he was totally fine. So from that evening on, I have been thinking about comfort and how we spend all day, every day comforting our young children. And as they grow, it might not be all day, every day, but at times in their lives, um, they need our comfort as parents. And, uh, yeah, so comfort. And this is one of my absolute favorite sections of Scripture that I go back to any time I'm thinking about this topic of comfort. And it's in Second Corinthians Uh, chapter 1. And I've shared this on a previous podcast episode in a little bit of a different context, but this morning I really dug into these verses and learned more about this word comfort in the scriptures. And the word comfort is all throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament and, you know, different contexts, different meanings, but these verses always stand out to me. So I want to read to you 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verses 3 and 4 in the King James, and they say, blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort, who comforteth us in our tribulation, in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. That's a lot of comfort. Uh, It's, the word comfort there is is in there one, two, three, four, five times, and a couple of them are nouns and a couple of them are verbs, but they all um, stem from a similar Greek word. The noun is paraklesis, P-A-R-A-K-L, long E-S-I-S. I probably didn't pronounce that right, but it's close. <laughs> and then the verb is parakaleo, p-a-r-a-k-a-l-e. Long o, and this word is what you would think it, it is when you think about comfort. It means exhortation, admonition, encouragement, consolation, comfort, or solace, that which affords comfort or refreshment, and a calling near or a summons, especially for help. And isn't that fitting? Uh, as a mom, how many times do our children call out for us when they need our help or our encouragement or our consolation and how many times did they call us near to them and you know they need a hug or they need a kind word or a tender touch and that comfort that we are so used to providing day in and day out for our little ones is is like the comfort it is the comfort that our father provides to us because we are his children and in these verses here He is called the God of all comfort, meaning he is the source of all comfort. And that is is awesome because he is there for us through the great moments and through the hard moments. And he is where we need to turn to receive the comfort that we need through the hard seasons in 2 Thessalonians, it's chapter 2, verse 16, it's described as everlasting consolation, and that's the same word, paraklesis. Everlasting consolation, the comfort that we receive from our Heavenly Father is everlasting. It's not temporary or limited or fleeting, but it's everlasting, which means we can depend on it. It's trustworthy, it's constant, it's always there for us. And in these verses, the first the first verse we read, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3 says, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort. That's the end of that verse. And then it continues on in verse 4. Who, God, who comforteth us in all our tribulation, that we then, so this is a, so this is a, First, God comforts us, and then that we may be able to comfort them, other people, which are in any trouble. Why? By the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. And this is what I shared in a previous podcast episode, that sometimes the best we can do, the best we can take away from something really difficult that we've been through, is to turn around and comfort someone else who is going through something similar. And that's what I think of when I read verse 4 here. Yes, the God of all comfort. He is the source of our comfort through these challenging things that we face in life. And then, because of that, we can comfort others who are in any trouble. And it's not of our own strength or of our own, you know, wisdom that we can do that. But because we've received our comfort from our Heavenly Father, we can turn around and provide that same kind of comfort to others who might be going through something we've faced in life. So those are the verses that I think about over and over again when I think about comfort. And they were brought to the forefront of my mind the other night when my little boy needed comfort and it took a while for him to calm down and to be comforted. It took a lot of hugs. He just kinda curled up on my lap. We were sitting on the floor and he he curled up. He put his head right right into my chest and he just almost drifted off to sleep right there when it was all said and done because he felt safe and comforted in my arms. And there are times in life when we've just gone through something rough, whether it's physical or mental or emotional or spiritual. We've just been through the ringer. We've, you know, we've not felt good. And we need God's comfort, and so then the question is, well, what does that really mean? Yes, God is the God of all comfort, but how does He comfort us? And it's it's through His Word. It's through the Scriptures. Um, we know, according to the Scriptures, that they contain everything that pertains to life and godliness. Meaning, you know, anything that we face. We can go to the scriptures and find some promises from our Father. Find that comfort from our Father that pertains to that specific situation. There's nothing new under the sun. Anything that we are going through, someone else in in this world has gone through before. It might be generations ago. It could be your next door neighbor. But anything that we have faced has been faced by others before us. And God knows that we're facing that. And he put the comfort that we need into his scriptures. We just need to know how to go find them and how to seek that out. Um, I want to read to you, I'm going to go to the book of Romans chapter 15. Flip over there real quick. Romans 15 and verse 4. Says, for whatsoever things were written aforetime, meaning written before that point when this was recorded, um, what were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. And so that's referring to the scriptures that were written before Romans 15 was written. Whatsoever things were written aforetime or before were written for our learning that we could learn from them, that we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. And it is through the comfort of the scriptures, the comfort of the things that God made sure were recorded in his word, that we might have hope. And now I'm going to read to you Psalm 119, I will go to the Old Testament here, because this is another Really beautiful verse that talks about comfort. And there's so many, I had to narrow down so that this wouldn't get too long. But Psalm 119, in the book of this chapter, Psalm 119, every single verse in it somehow refers to the scriptures or God's word. And this uh, chapter has, let me see, I can't remember off the top of my head. It has 176 verses, and if you read through, you can pick out the reference to God's Word in each one of these verses. Sometimes it's called Thy Word, sometimes it's called uh, Thy Law, or Thy Judgments, or Thy Commandments, or there's just a bunch of them. Um, so. If you were to read through, you could pick out every single reference to his word, which is really cool. And in Psalm 119, verse 50 says, This is my comfort in my affliction, for thy word hath quickened me. And the word quickened means to give life. Or, yeah, to to give life. So the ESV version of the scripture says, this is my comfort in my affliction, that your promise or your word gives me life. God's word is our comfort in our afflictions. And it gives us life. It revitalizes us. It rejuvenates us. It provides us with the comfort that we need so that we can, you know, dust ourselves off and keep going. And lately, Grayson has been <laughs> making us laugh because he trips and falls and stumbles over his own feet constantly. You know, he plays and falls and runs around and trips. And and he started getting up and looking at me and brushing off. So he'll brush off his shoulders and his chest and his legs and his feet. And he and then I'll stand up and he'll look at me and go, I'm okay. I'm okay. And it just cracks us up because it's so funny. But that is, that is him um, being quickened or, or picking himself up and dusting himself off and um, moving on with life. And that is the kind of comfort that we receive from God's word. It comforts us in our affliction, whatever that affliction may be, um, different things in different seasons. And then it gives us life. And so we need to make sure that the first thing that we're doing when we're up against something challenging is to go to his word and to seek out whatever promise it is that we need to hold on to in order to dust ourselves off in the middle of that affliction and to be rejuvenated and receive that comfort that we need. Um, I want to go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. I want to think about a couple examples of afflictions that we face um hold on let me I gotta focus while I found first Thessalonians here okay first Thessalonians chapter four so I want to talk about a couple different afflictions that we might face in life and one is loss and loss happens and it's heartbreaking and we need comfort when we lose someone that we love or we hear about a tragedy or a loss out in the world and it can really affect us and not to make light of it at all because it's devastating and it's hard and it hurts but God's word provides comfort when we face loss and 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18 provide that comfort. So I want to read those with you. 1 Thessalonians four, thirteen. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep. Asleep meaning those who have passed away or those who have died. I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. Then we, which are alive and remain, shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. And verse 18 says, Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. And these are the words that I go back to when facing loss. And earlier um, this year, well, actually last year now, uh, my grandma fell asleep and, and We've grown up calling it that in my family, um, based on these verses that, that she fell asleep and she was in her, uh, later nineties, mid nineties, and she lived a beautifully long life and her health was a little bit frail and she fell asleep one night. And I have to say, I, I was sad and my heart ached and it still does. And I cried but not that kind of just overwhelming devastation because of the comfort of these scriptures knowing that uh, she believed that Jesus Christ died and rose again she was saved and that someday she will rise up and meet us in the air if we're still alive if I'm still alive when Jesus Christ comes back that we will meet together in the clouds and if if I've Passed away at that point in time. When whenever Christ returns, then I'll be raised up too, and I I know that with one hundred percent certainty. And so that comfort, knowing that, brings peace. And I know that loss can be really tough when it's unexpected, when it's someone who is young who has not lived a full, beautiful life like my grandma did, and then it gets a lot harder but these truths still remain that we are to comfort one another with these words. And so that's an example of how we can go to the scriptures while facing an affliction or a heartache or something really difficult. And we can seek out the comfort that God has placed in his word around that topic. So that's one. Um, I also want to read Psalm 23 because this one also talks about comfort. and. I'm sure this one is very familiar to you. Um, It's just poetic and beautiful and very comforting. And so Psalm 23, and this is only six verses. Um, This is David who wrote this. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Beautiful and very comforting. And and David specifically refers to God's comfort in this chapter. And uh, I think about, well, you know, when would I need this? And I think when I'm feeling exhausted and overwhelmed that this is a good chapter for me to read. Because it says that he leads me he makes me to lie down in green pastures, which makes me think of rest. He restoreth my soul. And so if I'm, you know, at my absolute limits of exhaustion and I'm feeling depleted and, and then I read this, that he, God, restores my soul. Um, I will fear no evil. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That comfort is something that I want to be reminded of if I'm feeling exhausted, if I'm feeling overwhelmed, knowing that God prepares a place for me, that even though, yes, this might feel like the valley of the shadow of death, but I don't have to have any fear. And especially here in verse three, where it says, he restoreth my soul and that is of great comfort to me when I'm feeling like I'm just completely spent and I need that restoration in life. So there's another example of you know, a section of scripture that specifically talks about comfort that we can go to when we need His comfort. And then finally I want to talk about one more example, and it's anxiety. And I know how prevalent anxiety is in this world. I know, especially as a mom, how easy it can be to feel anxious or to deal with anxiety on a on a big level. And so let's go to a verse that we can that we can go to for comfort when we're feeling anxious. So this is also in the book of Psalms. So Psalm 94. Let me get there and then I'll read this to you. Psalm 94 and verse 19. And I never really thought about this verse as being about anxiety until today when I was digging into this. And I'm realizing that that's exactly what it's talking about. So, you know, back to God, you know, giving us in His Word everything that pertains to life, that that there's nothing new under the sun, that the moms and the women of um, decades and decades and decades and generations ago faced anxiety or anxious thoughts just like we do. And God made sure that he spoke to that in his word. So Psalm 94, verse 19, in the multitude, this is King James, by the way, in the multitude of my thoughts within me, thy comforts delight my soul. And because I grew up reading this in the King James, i that's probably why I never thought about it as talking about anx- anxious thoughts or anxiety. But, when I dug in and started looking at how this verse is translated in other versions of the Bible, it became really apparent. So I'm, I'm going to just list off a whole bunch of these, of these translations. Um, it's translated, the multitude of my thoughts here in the King James. So the multitude, lots of thoughts going on in your mind, the multitude of my thoughts. It's also translated as the cares of my heart, my anxious thoughts, When I am burdened with worries, when my anxieties multiply, the worries within me, my anxious inner thoughts, when doubts filled my mind, my troubling thoughts, the multitude of my sorrows, and when anxiety overtakes me. So that's just a a whole bunch of different translations of the first part of this verse. So the multitude of my thoughts, um, I know that when... When I'm feeling anxious, it's usually when I don't have a calm, settled mind, or when I'm thinking about all of these different things that I have to figure out and I have to do, and I and all of a sudden I'm feeling anxious and overwhelmed by just that massive amount of information swirling around in my brain. And so that's what this verse is talking about, that multitude of thoughts, all the cares on your heart, all of the worries that we might be burdened with, the um, doubts that are filling our minds, multitude, multitude, multitude. When there's a lot going on it's very easy to feel anxious. And this verse is saying, in the multitude of my thoughts within me thy comforts, God's Word, God's scriptures, God's comforts, delight my soul. And so to go from feeling anxious, which is, you know, feeling overwhelmed and burdened and worried and stressed and all of those things, to then knowing that thy comforts God's word, God's comforts, his love, his support delights my soul. So to go from overwhelm and anxiety to delight means that you've found some peace. And I also think about how... Um, we receive rest, that God brings rest to his people. And I think that rest is the opposite of anxious, because anxious is like this whirlwind of swirling thoughts and and overwhelm, and it's just too much to process and too much to work through and too much to handle. And then on the flip side, getting to a place of rest, meaning placing those anxious worries and thoughts and feelings and setting them aside, giving them to God, and then trusting that his rest is going to be what comforts us and um, brings us to a place of peace. So there's a verse that we can cling to if we're struggling with anxious thoughts or anxiety. And I want to read one more verse to you. It's in the book of Isaiah. Let me get there. Isaiah chapter 66. So yeah, um, comfort. When I'm thinking about comfort, I think about how he, our Heavenly Father, is the God of all comfort. And going back to those original verses in 2 Corinthians, he is the God of all comfort and he comforts us in all, not just some, but all our tribulation, meaning anything and everything that is making us uncomfortable or, you know, anything that we need to seek comfort from or in the midst of and then as that happens once we are comforted we can turn around and provide comfort in that category to someone else and so that goes back to what it's like to be a mom to have a young child or an older child or an adult child or a grandchild who comes to us for comfort and you know just the other day actually I was really, I was really comforted by my dad. Um, Where my husband and I are in the process of trying to figure out if we can buy a home or buy a piece of land and put a home on it. And it's a big, complicated process, and there's a lot to think about, a million details, and it can be a little overwhelming and a little stressful. And everything from the logistics to the finances to the time commitment and just all this stuff. And we've been really digging into that over the last couple weeks. And that's what we've been putting a lot of our energy into. And my dad called me out of the blue. He doesn't call me all that often. I, I call my parents all the time. So he doesn't really have an opportunity to call me all that often. But he called me and left me a voicemail. And it just basically said, we support you. We believe in you. We know that you can do this if this is what you decide is best for your family and we'll help you however we can. And that provided me with so much comfort in the midst of these really big life decisions that were feeling, they were feeling a bit overwhelming and a bit much. And to get that phone call from my dad was very comforting. And so that's, you know, me as a 36 year old adult Receiving comfort from my dad, which I need, and and you know he's still providing that for me. And I'm sure that when I was a little girl, he provided me with lots of comfort when I didn't feel well, or you know, tripped and fell, or scraped my knee, or oh, I don't know. And in, in high school, maybe had a heartbreak. I'm sure that he and I know that he did. He comforted me through a lot of things over the years, and when you know, us mamas are comforting our children, no matter what age they are. Um, we're doing the same thing for our kids. And, oh, I don't know. I think it's a beautiful thing to comfort our children through thick and thin. And so i want to read this one more verse to you. Isaiah 66, verse 13. And this is King James, but I'm going to read to you another another version after this. King James says, As one whom his mother comforteth, So will I comfort you, and ye shall be comforted in Jerusalem. This is Old Testament, and this is God saying, As one whom his mother comforteth, so will I, God, comfort you, and ye shall be comforted in Jerusalem. And the Passion Translation says, As a mother tenderly comforts her child, so will I tenderly comfort you. And God is using the comfort that moms provide for their children as an example of how he is going to comfort his people, which I think is really beautiful. Um, So there is so much in the scriptures and that's just a small taste. There's so many more verses that talk about comfort, talk about how God comforts us, how we in turn comfort one another. And so if, if this topic really interests you, I would recommend, you know, looking into it deeper. And I think the most important takeaway from this is that our Father, our Heavenly Father, is the God of all, A-L-L, all comfort. And in His Word, He provides all of the comfort that we need. And so when there's something that we are going through that we're dealing with, we can go to His Word and seek out that comfort from Him. So, um, I'm praying that you have a really great week ahead, that you're doing well, and I will look forward to talking to you and sharing more of God's Word with you again soon. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the She Simplifies podcast. I'd love to connect and chat with you, so please head over to Instagram and send me a message at she simplifies, or email me directly at hey h-e-y she simplifies at gmail.com to learn more about She Simplifies the Mamas Move Mountains online community or opportunities to take one of my courses or work one-on-one with me please visit she simplifies.com and finally it would be so helpful if you'd rate and review this podcast until next time have a joyful day